Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Professor Bradley Trainer reporting for duty on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, Kim Kardashian 101 now convening. Yeah, so um, Kim Kardashian did this interview in the New York Magazine, and I just think it is literally the most Kim Kardashian thing ever. Now, in this piece, she's reflecting on her life over the last 10 years, and Kim Kardashian's career has skyrocketed over the last decade. A lot of people are sort of in this space now, like, let's look back artificially on the last 10 years of time. But she does, um, and there are just some pretty ridiculous statements uh, that Kim Kardashian makes in this particular piece. But this interview also just shows why we love and hate her, because there are some very thoughtful things in there. You know, she is, we approach Kim Kardashian, I think, most days with a little bit of like, I mean, used to be, I think, very two-dimensional. Like, Mm -hmm. she's a hot mess. I don't want to hear from her. People would send us the emails. Why are you talking about the Kardashians? Like, I don't know, have you met the world? Anyway. Also, why is your voice like that? That's yeah. We always ask that, too. Exactly. But um, to the actual point, um, we maybe covered her in a two-dimensional way because sort of that's how we saw her. She was right. very much the self-obsessed, you know, selfie-taking boob or series of boobs. I mean, not only was that how we saw her, that's how she presented herself. You know, that was exactly what her goal was. There wasn't much beyond that. But, you know, I will say, to give her credit, you know, and I don't want to imply that it's because of a man, but since she's been with Kanye West, I think we have approached her in a different way because Mm -hmm. there are are complexities, just like all human beings. Now, in this article, I could give you chapter and verse, like we could just go through the questions, like the interviewer said this, like she talks about um, how she thinks of her timeline. I, I don't even know what that means, but I think that means like when she thinks of her life in terms of the passage of time. Okay. She thinks of her life in glam periods. So she thinks of herself when she was like parting her hair in the middle and it was kind of foofy. And then, you know, so that's. I got to breathe yeah, a little bit. Right. Here. So there's a lot of that. Okay. But, but then I want to give you an example, an interaction between her and the interviewer and somebody else that I think just so delightfully illustrates what a Kim Kardashian is. And uh-huh. this is why we slash love hate her. Love slash hate her. So the interviewer um, says he asks a very simple question. Was there a moment when you realized your endorsement was a powerful thing? Like as a celebrity, you realized your you know, gold touch, your Midas touch really mm-hmm. had momentum. Impact, yeah. She says, yeah. Um, 
My mom might know if you want to call her just to get you a really specific thing. Like, don't write like she had to call her mom. I mean, it's you could, but it's funny. But and then the reporter's like, yeah, it is funny. Um, then she calls Chris Jenner and no. the following interaction. So she's having this interview with the person from New York Magazine. Hey, so I'm sitting here in an interview and the question that he's asking me is like, was there a specific moment when I realized that I was worthy of an endorsement? Like it would blow up if I said I liked it. Kind of like when Kylie said Snapchat sucks and it tanked. I would honestly maybe say, I don't know, Dubai at that milkshake thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'll put the speaker on, but at that point, she turns the speaker on. Cut to Kris Jenner. Kris Jenner now begins. I remember it like it was yesterday. We were at... Now, remember, the question is... Was there a time... Was there a moment... a moment that you noticed that your endorsement had power? Was powerful, right? Okay. I remember it like it was yesterday. Now we're talking to Kris Jenner. This is Kris Jenner. About Kim's... Okay, go on. About when Kim realized Mm -hmm. that her endorsement had power. I remember it like it was yesterday. We were at the Super Bowl in Miami in 2010, and we had to go somewhere. And we couldn't leave the space without literally 12 G.I. Joe guys, and they were all armed with rifles. Then we went to the field, and it was the craziest thing. We saw huge stars all around us, and nobody, nobody needed the kind of security we did. And that's when we knew our lives had really changed. That's not even an answer to okay, the question. Okay, thank you. Ding, ding. You get a gold <laughs> star. I wish I had my bail. Bing, bing. Oh. Um, Kim Kardashian then breaks in and says, I'm going to tell him about Dubai because that's what came to mind for me. And Christian goes, okay. And she goes, okay, bye. And then she goes on to talk about, do I, you probably don't even remember millions of milkshakes. I, it's like a, I have a vague recollection of this or i don't even know if it's millions of milkshakes but it was a milkshake place she goes it was like 2010 2000 again question is do you remember Uh when you first noticed i I would just go ahead and say the answer seems to be no no thank you (laughs) we could have saved a lot of time (laughs) millions of milkshakes was this weird milkshake chain and they had one in west hollywood and people like Lindsay lohan and kim kardashian and paris hilton would go and do pr things yeah and i remember we talked about these stories yeah Uh when they would show up so she goes on to say I'd say like 2010 or 11, I was like, I'll do anything, cupcakes, milkshakes. So I go to this cupcake or milkshake place in Dubai thinking like, oh, it's just, you know, some little milkshake milkshake store. Maybe like 250,000 people showed up at that Dubai mall. The National reported 3,000 people in attendance. I had like never seen anything like it before. We had to sneak out the back. I mean, I took videos of the thousands of hundreds of thousands of thousands of people at the mall in Dubai. My mom and I looked, looked at each other because I made her come with me and we were like, holy bleep, what is going on? Milkshakes? Wow. Okay, well, A, you could have just told us that at the beginning. Right. B, that's actually not a very good example of your example. of your celebrity actually having an impact. I mean, I get what she's trying to say. But this is what we love about her. Like, she is so, like, at the very same time, like, she is a phenomenon. Like, she does get 250,000 mm-hmm. people to show up just because she, like, went somewhere. But she is so keenly clueless on what's actually going on yeah. and is requ- and requires her mother to be her 
you know, um, I don't even know what you want to call it. Spokesperson? Doer of things? Yeah, I mean, Keeper of things? That is... Like, she is a creation uh, of of Kris Jenner. She is Kris Jenner's creation, bar none. She's Frank and Kardashian, Frank Kim Kardashian, yeah. because it's out. That is out. That is uh, unbelievable to me that even the thought crossed her mind for a relatively simple question. Her inability to go with her own gut, which also didn't answer the question. Yeah. But rather than go with which her own gut, call your mother slash manager. Does it tell you why she's answer. with Kanye West? Well, it, yeah, it tells me that either, here's my question. It's a little bit of a chicken and egg question. Was she like that before she was with Kanye or is she like that now because she's with Kanye? Oh, I think she's with Kanye because, because she's like that. She's like that oh, with it's her like mother. Secret third option. Yeah. Well, do you know what I'm saying? Yes. She looked for a person who would replace Kris Jenner. Yeah. Or who played the role of Kris Jenner, the person who orchestrates and... Uh, manipulates her puppet strings Mm -hmm. because the thing we all what did we just talk about with Kim Kardashian last week that she uh, acquiesces to Kanye West's requests uh, specifically not to allow her children to wear makeup yeah etc yeah I mean oh wow that is fascinating I'm gonna have to read this whole thing it's quite good I mean there again we could go on and on and on uh, with some of the other ridiculous things she says but she also does have some odd insights it is she is a a complicated beast she is because at the same time I admire and am paying attention to and care about the work that she seems to be doing single-handedly um, she didn't used to care about politics on, on prison reform. And now she really doesn't par- care about politics, but she pays attention to politics, which is why she's been able to do. And you're like, okay, the word part is not your best. The actions part better. Keep doing. Those she's the type actions. of person who fascinates me. Who's got some sort of smarts on the inside, but the whole outside part doesn't seem to really yeah, match it all. Which again, up. Hey, look, this is what we love about humanity. Variety is the spice of life. Okay. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we want to remind you of something that we've been talking about throughout the day, and it's the Garcia Torres family. If you haven't had a chance yet to hear about what we are uh, asking for your help with, stay tuned, because um, really this will move you um, and hopefully move you to to share a little bit of your um, abundance with this family who's lost everything in a, in a house fire after this on My Talk 1071. Throughout the day on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. We at My Talk 1071 have been uh, focusing our energies on uh, a family that really needs our help. Uh, and that is the Garcia Torres family of Arlington, Minnesota. Um, we learned that on uh, November 21st, their home burned to the ground. Um, they lost everything, including the family dog, all of their clothing, all of their belongings, all of their memories, everything got a car, one of their family cars. Uh, and they've been displaced as a result of this just before Thanksgiving. Yeah. And you guys have really come out and helped uh, a great deal today um, for this family. We're close to $15,000 at this point, $14,880 raised by my talkers. Um, from the beginning of the show, and uh, my talk has thrown in some extra funds for um, this family uh, to help with things like groceries and housing and um, clothing. 
Um, but this is really, you know, um, this is something that's going to affect this family for a very long time. So we have been continuing to ask for you to make contributions. Thank you to everyone, the almost 300 people so far that have chipped in a little bit, um, some a lot. And, you know, thank you. Uh, it's just one of those things at this time of year, um, you know, I, I've been thinking about um you know, there's this like weather system that's coming and allegedly how let's hope it's It's actually happening. Um, that could like affect my travel plans, but like big deal. Right. And it's a story like this that just sort of reframes everything and reminds one that it is, um, the very simple, basic things in life that bring the most happiness. And that's things like shelter and, um, family and your ability to be together. So, um, whatever minor travel inconvenience I might have, um, I'm so glad that we're thinking more, uh, about a family who, um, could be helped, um, by not very much. So thank you to everyone who's made a contribution so far and let's, let's do even more. A little earlier in the show, we had the opportunity to talk to, uh, Joy Kempenek, who is a um, elementary school teacher, uh, a special ed teacher at Sibley East Elementary School, which is in the Arlington Gaylord area of Minnesota and uh, where this family, the community where this family has lived. Uh, and she had as a student, their now currently 12 year old son, uh, his name is Mayir. And we learned about how Mayir has a processing disorder. So when you also consider that the youngest of this family of there are six members of this family that lived in this home together. The whole home is gone. They're now living in temporary housing in a hotel outside of their community. Uh, a small think about how small a hotel room is, you know, if you're in a family of four or five and, you know, think about what it's like to have six people in a hotel room that size, uh, the uh, ranging from the two adults, the oldest is 19 the oldest child is 19 all the way down to this 12 year old my year. And when you think about the fact that, you know, all the routine that my year yeah. um, depends on mm-hmm. is now gone and there's no school coming up for the holiday. Um, the, everything is disrupted. And so mm-hmm. this family really does have some unique challenges beyond, um, beyond what the average family may already be challenged with, with a, with a devastating event like a house fire that has caused them to lose everything. Um, and it was, it was what was beautiful about talking with joy, the teacher of the 12 year old, my year is that she was able to say that the Garcia Torres family, um, had this happened if they were in the opposite shoes, uh, how, how willing they would be to reach out and help anybody who needed their mm-hmm. help. And so, you know, this is a time where even though we don't know them, uh, you know, personally, this family, you certainly can, can definitely empathize for for the destruction that they're dealing with on such a big holiday. And, and if you are able to find $5, $50, $500, people have given in all of those amounts. If you're able to do that, um, it really is, it's going to go a long way for this family who would be so generous themselves. The easiest way to do that is to just head to mytalk1071.com. Right there on the homepage, there is a link. If you have a problem with the link, there have been some issues. Um, just try to refresh your browser, go back uh, a minute or so later. Um, just keep track of that link and then revisit it at some point this day, uh, this day, today, later today. Mm-hmm. Um, and you should have no problem getting in. We've had a few uh, hiccups, but every once in a while, um, you just refresh and you'll 
be able to get back and then you can make that contribution and thank you so much uh, and just because sometimes I think it helps people to feel connected to people when they know a little bit more about them uh, just to tell you a little bit more about the family very quickly there's of course the dad and the mom but then they have three children who are 19 13 and 12 and then uh, they have another 19 year old nephew that uh, lives with them and so that's the group of um, the family group that we're talking about and, and imagining them currently in temporary housing. So as you said earlier, Bradley, my talk will be helping provide some short-term housing, money for groceries, money for clothing. And you all have just been amazing stepping up to the plate and giving what you are able to as well in this season of Thanksgiving. Again, go to mytalk1071.com. Uh, you'll see You'll see the, the link right on the front page. And if you have a difficult time linking, just keep trying throughout the day. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Crazy Stupid Idiots on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, here they are. I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Where are we going first, Bradley Trainer? We are going to Arizona, and I want to tell you about a guy, a guy by the name of Timothy, Timothy Bell. He's 29 years young. His name is Timothy Timothy Bell? His name is Timothy. Comma. Comma. Timothy, Timothy Bell. Bell. Got it. Thank He's you. 29 years young, and he approached a man in Phoenix recently and did something that ended him up in jail. Oh, did he... Grab him in a naughty place? No, he did not grab him okay. in a naughty place. He actually took something from that individual, and it's what he took that earned him crazy, stupid idiot status. So now, typically, when somebody takes something, yeah. it's what, like money, yep. a car, or mm-hmm. something like that, right? Uh-huh. No, this was something unusual. Was it like his um, prosthetic arm? It was not his prosthetic arm, but that's okay. a good guess. Um, it was his burrito. Oh, I, now I would be upset about that. But yes. is that illegal? Apparent. Well, I mean, yes. When you steal things, that's going to be illegal. Okay. Um, but in this particular case, uh, the victim felt so aggrieved that he picked up the phone and called nine one one until police located the individual. Okay, I would just like to point out that the police have now made an effort to find somebody who stole a burrito. Track down the burrito. So I don't know where in the crazy, stupid idiot is in this particular case. Um, I'd imagine, too, by the time they find the person with the burrito, is the burrito gone? Exactly. So after he had his burrito stolen, the victim, as I said, called 911, and they were able to locate uh, the uh, individual, Timothy Bell, and they found him on a street downtown at about 8.40 in the p.m. And in the records... Apparently, this gentleman, who, by the way, is listed as homeless. Okay. So, who is a homeless man who stole a burrito. He was found in possession of a, quote, wrapper from a burrito he stole. Please tell me that he didn't, like, get arrested for the burrito thievery. He was arrested. 
on a felony robbery charge and will be arraigned in December. Now, he does have a previous uh, a previous rap sheet, but he was arrested for a stolen burrito. Oh, I'm sad about that. I feel like if you're homeless and you steal food, maybe that's one opportunity to intervene in this person's life in a way in a that does not way. involve taking them to jail. Right. Okay. Oh, that's a sad story. Yeah. Do you want to hear a less sad story? Preferably. Okay, we're going to Pennsylvania for this one. Okay. Where we meet 27-year-old Brett Brzezinski and uh, his 20-year-old sister, Brianna Brzezinski, and uh, his unnamed girlfriend. She just doesn't have a name? Uh, We just don't know her name. Uh, 27-year-old Brett Brzezinski and his girlfriend were going to pick up his 20-year-old sister, Brianna, from work. Okay. And um, I don't know if you have ever had a situation like this in your own family, but I know that this happens in my family. Everybody wants to sit shotgun. Oh, yeah. That's the best seat in the house. Yeah, you call it. Shotgun. Right. But what happened was um, Brianna Brzezinski got into an argument with her brother, Brett Brzezinski, asking, I know, she wanted him to eject his girlfriend from the shotgun seat and get in the back seat so she could sit shotgun. And she wanted him to eject his girlfriend. Why didn't she just talk to the girlfriend? Well, she did, but oh. like, but at the end of the day, he's the one that ends up making the next move. Okay. Because she's like, no, I want to sit shotgun. And he's like, no, you're not. And I, by the way, I have to be very careful when I say the words sit shotgun because we have had mistakes with our mouth about that at our house before. I'm just saying, sometimes you flip flop the first. Anyway, he shotgun. Exactly. But you're not sitting You're. Yep. Yep. So anyway, so, uh, so anyway, he, his sister got in the argument with his girlfriend and eventually he just got angry. Brett did. And he started to physically fight his own sister. The cops showed up, Brett hopped back in the car and led them on a high-speed chase because they started to fight, like physically fight, over the shotgun sitting, which also... I mean, I'm saying it gets it can get real it passionate. It get angry, but like I ain't never had the cops called. Right. It should never get that serious. Um, apparently, this is terrible. Brett got hopped in the car and started driving. His girlfriend was hanging out the window of the car. Oh, my God. I know. He finally did get stopped because of a traffic jam. Uh, and then he and his sister, who also had gotten into the car, got out and attacked the cops. Okay, so this was, was this a Palin family experience? Uh, right, doesn't it sound like it? Anyway, uh, that's, of course, when they were arrested. And uh, he's being, no, they're both being charged with assault and resisting arrest. Brett's girlfriend, however, and this is why we don't know her name, wasn't charged. She was the innocent victim hanging well, out the, hanging si- out the, the window. side of the window. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it now sounds like she's maybe... gotten wise and she's decided to file a restraining order against the entire family. Good, because I'm sure she told her family about this story and they're like, you need to get as far away from that family as humanly possible. Yeah. 
Something tells me that the Brzezinski, what is it, Brigitte? Brzezinski, Brzezinski family uh, Thanksgiving is going to be a little rough. It's going to be awkward. A little tender. It's going to get real awkward. Okay, that mm-hmm. was where? That wasn't Alaska. That was in Pennsylvania. You're okay. right, not Wasilla, Alaska. I want to go now to um, Seminole County, Florida, and I want to tell you about a guy. So, um, I don't even know where to begin. I'm sorry. I would like to apologize to anyone listening, but this is a story that we must tell because it is... An episode of Crazy Stupid Idiots. I want to take you to Bear Lake Elementary School. Okay. Deputies uh, said that a resource officer at this school noticed signs of a break-in way back in August. Okay. Um, and they've just now come to the conclusion of how this all went down and who this was and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, this happened. On the surveillance video, they saw a man. Okay. And the man jumped a fence on the property around two in the morning. And then he did some stuff. Now, they just saw him jump in, but then they didn't see what happened in the school until people showed up the next day. Uh Uh-huh. And they saw what had happened. Yeah. What had happened? Remember how I said I want want to apologize to people? Well, first, okay, so mm, they found cake frosting on drawers and desks and chairs in a classroom. There were also frosting footprints across the floor. Records show. Was it the Pillsbury Doughboy? <laughs> I don't know, but they did find an open cake container uh, in the classroom's trash, along with a child's sweatshirt that was covered in frosting. Oh. Although it wasn't just frosting. Oh, no. It wasn't? Was it chocolate? When it wasn't chocolate frosting. It was... Wait, easy. Oh, does it rhyme with Reese's? It was. Yes, it (laughs) rhymes with Reese's. So apparently there was a bunch of frosting and matter found around. I got a question. Did they think it was frosting? (laughs) They knew from the smell. I'm thinking, how do you just months later realize it was not frosting? Well, no, honey, no, no, no. Th- they Duncan found out who it was <laughs> months later. They knew right away. Oh, got oh, it. Okay. Yeah. This is just a story mm-hmm. that we're telling in its entirety because we now got know it. who did this. Who the they did find is. a stapler in the toilet, a TV remote that was frosted with hoo-hoo and frosting. Somebody had an issue. The deputy said a laptop was found in the trash. And they also found soiled men's underwear hanging from a building. So I kind of feel like maybe what had happened was he was like, I am hungry. I want some. Like he wanted cake, but he couldn't. But maybe he should have gone to the bathroom before he had cake. So it was kind of like a little bit of cake, a little bit of. Was there cake in the classroom? Yeah. No, I um, there's there is frosting. And everywhere no, throughout the class. But what room. I mean is, I he I, brought it. Okay, so he. Br- yeah, because they found was an that empty the only cake place container. he could eat cake was in the school that he broke. Well, in. okay, here's, it's all very confusing. Here's the mystery where the mystery might make sense to you. Okay, why would a man at two in the morning be really hungry for cake and then maybe not be able to control his bowels? Was he drinking? No, something else that makes you really hungry. Oh, was he smoking the reefer? Yes. Apparently, when they caught up with this guy, he had said that he, the reason he did the the uh, mm, 
frosting and doo-doo fest was that he had smoked a marijuana <laughs> blunt. A good fundraiser. <laughs> Come on down to the frosting and doo-doo fest. No, that he had smoked a marijuana blunt that had been laced with an unknown substance. He was then arrested on a charge of burglary, property damage, poop, poopy theft, and indecent exposure. Um, was it a laxative that it was laced with? I don't know. I've uh, I did that like maybe in college, and I don't have a direct recollection of it having a laxative effect. I don't think that typically. Yeah, that's why I'm wondering if maybe the the blunt was laced with. Can you imagine? I just want to get some cake. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, dear. Ooh, get towel. I'm just also impressed with, like, wh- how they, the underwear were on the flagpole. I mean, there was a scene that this, happened. This is something you wish you would have been able to show up kind for, of. although not really. Do you? Do, do you? When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show at 2.45 every day, we play the throwback live. We're going to do that live. after this on My Talk 107.1. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.